Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. There'll be something from the last week, games, movies, and TV, and, um, yeah, anything else that pops up, I guess. Uh, so, yeah. If you're checking us out on YouTube, you're obviously a YouTube subscriber, and that's cool. If you're not checking us out, there is videos on the YouTube channel, and while you're there, a little click of that subscribe button, a little click of the notifications, everything in that area helps out the channel, which is uh, which is good for everybody involved. So yeah, let's let let's do it together as a team. Yeah, cool. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. see the launch of the laptop. Um, I, feel, I feel crowded. Got books, controllers, uh, monitor, monitor, let's check. Uh, yep, the ticking time bomb that is the sleeping child. Well, you know, like I say, ticking time bomb. But even, not that you can see it, uh, I ain't got a walkie-talkie. That's the level we're at now. Put it there, make sure it's in earshot, I guess. Oh, hello. Um, I'd like to tell you about my day. It was terrible. There are certain things that I can cope with. And there are certain things I can't. Probably quite a broad stroke. Uh, today fell in the um, can't cope category. So yeah, it's been one of those days. I'm on holiday. Yeah, you know when you're like, I remember a time when that was a good thing. It is a good thing, you know. I didn't have to get up and go to work this morning, and obviously I haven't been to work in five months so I wouldn't have gone to work anyway but you know started out okay nah whatever so today uh, today's episode might be ever so slightly different um, I've condensed a lot of stuff down. I was just having a conversation where I was saying that there's a high chance that I've got half an hour's worth of content here, which means this podcast will be well over an hour long. Um, so there's that. Um, I've got no... Um, no movies, no TV. Uh, that is not a thing for me at this point in time for various reasons uh, but just in case you tuned in or you do tune in for TV and movies sorry guys, shit look uh, I've, just been, I've just been cramming podcasts um, 
out of this humongous, like literally five months worth of podcasts in a backlog because I wasn't listening to them. No gym, no work. Um, going and doing a workout, you know. I only listen to the podcast in the section I'm actually in the garage, which is just over half of the workout. So I just wasn't getting through them. So I switched from TV, which the reason I switched from TV is there isn't really anything to watch. Um, and I've switched to podcasts, either watching them on YouTube, like if there's a video, Two Bears, One Cave. Um, the Bill Burt podcast, which I'm working my way through at the moment. Got up to date with Bill Burr's podcast, which was just an absolute marathon. I was just days of one after another after another after another so yeah short version is if you're here for movies and TV uh, you shall look so I thought about starting a hat collection <sighs> obviously that's a longer story I bought a hat the other day the thing about hats so um, I was at like live music, you know, I go to live music where I can, um, always have done uh, for its for its ups and downs. Uh, I think the older I get, the, the harder I find it, um, but I, I do do it, it's part of, part of my life, not now obviously, but um, I'm already looking at gigs for when things get some resemblance of normality. Um, and because of my size, my weight, and all of that, and because of the quality of t-shirts that you get at gigs, it very quickly became a thing that I had to stop buying t-shirts. Because I, I used to buy a t-shirt every gig I went to. I got to a point where I had to stop. Um, but I like... I like a little bit of something from a gig. That's, you know, the collector in me likes to mark the occasion by getting something. So I had to um, find something else to collect from gigs. Um, there was a point where I'd get a bandana, because um, that seemed to be a, a thing that became frequently at gigs I was going to a bandana with like a logo on going to buying flags because that was also a thing at certain gigs um, but something else that was often available reasonably priced also you know for the band that you're there to see or one of the bands you're there to see or whatever um, is hats uh, caps things like that um, the other day I'd gone into Expressions to see Chris and I was in there for a purpose which at this point in time I cannot discuss for that, per that point in time has not passed and I don't want to give anything away um, picking up a couple of items uh, one that I'd asked him to put to one side for me a couple of others that he had put to one side for me um, and while I was there I was like, oh, I'm really tempted to take um, to take that hat. Um, 
long version short the Washington Redskins are changing their name because of the connotations that go with the name um, and I sort of said that it might be uh, interesting to own something that had the uh, the Redskins logos on because um, this is the sort of first time in my lifetime that I'm aware of a of a name change, of a team name change, of a franchise name change. Um, so I was getting a, a mini helmet and that was kind of going to do the job. Um, but Chris was like, oh mate, I've got like four items left in stock and everything else is either I can't sell it or it's gone. Uh, but he did have a hat. I was like, mm, I like a hat. wonder if I should just take that while I'm here. Uh, in the end, I did couple of items, couple of other items, and away we go. Came back and I was like, I need to find somewhere to put this hat. Um, and I'm like, oh, I can't put it there because there's a, there's a hat in the way. Oh, what about here? This would be a really good place. Oh, no, because there's a hat there. Found, found somewhere temporarily for it. Uh, it's, I'm not sure that it's one I'm going to display, especially once the, the actual name change kicks in. I don't know if it's something that I will definitely display because of obviously the connotations that go with it. Uh, but for now, I was trying to find somewhere to put it. Um, I think it was that evening I started sort of like, oh man, I do love a hat. Maybe that could be something that I could sort of go after as a collection. Um, there was a time in my life where I used to wear hats. And like I say, when I say hats, I mean caps. I've never been a beanie guy. Although when I had dreads, I had one of them super long beanies to fit on the hair. And, like when it was like for winter or if it was raining or something. Uh, but I don't think I suit a beanie. Um, so from like 16 to 19-ish. I wore a cap, um, I had a favourite cap, I had a Metallica cap, I got a cap when I went to college uh, that I wore, um, I was quite into caps, um, so I kind of carried that with me. Uh, there's a lot of places that advertise these days, I think there's like the hat store, um, and there's hat club as well, um, so I started looking into hats I'm uh, like you know see what's out about uh, cool designs out there but man I never realized how expensive you know when somebody says or like a website advertises a hat and with a straight face wants 55 pounds for a hat it's like Jesus I'm in the wrong business so like I was like, oh maybe I should maybe I should start a hat collection, maybe I should start collecting hats. But I don't wear them. Um, but maybe I should start it. So I was like sat where I'm sitting now, you know, I have this whole thing about trying to find somewhere to put this hat. And I'm like, oh, I can't put it there because there's a hat in the way. Oh, I'll put it there. Oh no, there's a hat in the way. Um And I kinda of very quickly realised that there's the me that's going Maybe I should start a hat collection. And then there's the me that obviously previous to this was like, 
I've already started a hand collection. I'm standing here now, I can see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven hats. From where I'm sitting right now, I can see seven hats. If I if I if I left this room, I'd be able to lay my hands on three, four more hats without breaking a sweat. So yeah, I might already have a hat collection. Um, yeah, two of them are—they're not the same, but they're very similar. I've got two Seahawks caps. One I bought when I went to see the Seahawks play, um, and the other one is the hundredth anniversary cap, which has got the date on the side when the team was started. 1976 apparently so oh that reminds me I'm just looking at my Chiefs hat thinking sure I had a 49ers hat hmm need to track that down so yeah the riveting thought around a hat collection um Go yeah, through a bit of a a change. I don't mean the change. Um, we going through a bit of a change recently. Um, I had this whole thing like like you know turning forty. Um, maybe it would change me. Maybe I'd wake up on the day, or maybe the day after, and feel like a changed man. I kept saying to people, you know, maybe all of the stuff from my past, all the damage from my past that has made me the person that I don't want to be, maybe all that will just evaporate when I turn 40. And what it will leave behind is like a guy who wants to, you know, get on and do stuff, sort his life out like I've been saying for X amount of time now. As it was, got up on the on the fortieth birthday. Um, didn't feel overly different, if I'm honest. Um, went through the whole day. It was kind of another day in the sense of. You know, it's just a day when you get to that age. Birthdays aren't overly elaborate. You know, in some kind of lockdown society as well, you can't do too much. Um, there's like a little bit of a, a tea. Um, spend time with my children. Um, all that sort of stuff. There was lots of gifts, lots of lovely gifts. Enjoyable, really nice gifts. Um, I felt, yeah, I felt good by the end of the day. Woke up the next day and it was just like, there we go, that's that. But it didn't feel like there'd been this change. Or so I thought. The change that came or, or whatever um, 
didn't come from some magic wand waving thing the change came from thinking there was going to be a change and there wasn't and realizing that if it was going to happen it needed to be me that um, that made that change so that's what i did uh, i got i got um i got a thing for my birthday which was uh, uh there's a, these guys on in the on, on the youtube there's guys on youtube called buff dudes uh, i followed them uh, their videos and various different workouts and challenges and meals and cutting plans and bulking plans and they're entertaining uh, I enjoy watching their videos um, mentioned in passing that I kind of like like one of their books uh, like the cutting plan so I could try and use that to um, lose some weight whilst either gaining muscle or maintaining muscle um, and as it was got I got the cutting book for my birthday um, so that was sort of like it kind of sparked that thing inside me that I haven't felt for a while um, which was drive and determination to get back on track um, so I started reading this book I started looking at things on the internet watching various different videos googling things um, and one thing that came out from reading the book and there was another website I was looking at said um, you need to be in a calorie deficit now we all know this uh, but it was also saying how uh, it can be difficult because you need to work some stuff out and it was like get one of the popular apps for um, tracking your calories that's one of the first things you should do so I'm like well I'm following the steps so I'm going to do that first one on the list my fitness pal I was like I, I used to have that put it into the app store and it was like you've already got it I'm like oh, okay so I opened it oh yeah yeah we're definitely gonna we're gonna hook you up brother we're gonna sort you out we're here for you sign up I'm like what yeah yeah, yeah. We, need, we need you to sign up why why would you what possible reason would you need me to sign up to your app so i can count calories oh yeah yeah we definitely need you to do that there's no other option mm, there is another option the option is i don't use your app because that idea is preposterous possible reason would i have to sign up to a calorie counting app I'm like fuck this shit I'll just get a different one I'll just get another one I'll just get one where I don't have to sign up went on the app store uh, calorie counter okay this looks like a good one it's got uh, good reviews it's got um, lots of stars it's got uh, it's like top of the page cool download okay install open hey how you doing i'm good thanks you yeah 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 mate uh let me just ask you a few questions 
Okay. Are you a man or a woman? At this point in time, I am a man. How old are you? I am 40 years old. Um, how much do you weigh? And how tall are you? Like, all of these are legitimate questions. So I'm like, um, this tall and I weigh this much. What is your goal? I want to lose fat. How much do you want to lose? What weight do you want to get down to? Oh, I want to lose lots. Lots and lots and lots and lots. Cool, brother. We're with you. We are on board. We got your back. Real quick, just sign up. I'm like, mother, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to need you to sign up. We asked you a load of questions to start with, but ultimately, we need you to sign up. And all I can think is, you're a fucking calorie counting app. The only reason that you would need me to sign up to this is for data collection. You've already found out that I'm a man of a certain age, of a certain height and a certain weight. You now want to put my name and essentially my details next to those, that information. And then you're going to track what I consume each day. No. So I'm like, you can sod right off. So I went back into the app store and I'm looking through and I'm scrolling through and I'm like, this has got thousands of likes and it's got five star, four and a half stars. And after a while I'm scrolling through and I'm like, <clears throat> they're all going to want me to sign up. They're all going to want me to sign up. Wonderful. Another. Another thing. That has been ruined. By. Data collection. If, you, if you're new to the, to the podcast. If you're new to the channel. I don't like data collection. Okay, if you're not new and you've been here for a while, you will already know how much I despise data collection. I go out of my way to do the reject all or to even go through and click all of the things to then say, save my changes. I hate it. So, uh, yeah, gave up on that. Just work on the principle that I'm like, if that is 250 calories and I need to be in a calorie deficit there's only so many 250 calories I can have in a day to stay in a calorie deficit I'm just having to do that right now and we'll have to see how we get on but it irked me some um, so me and the boy Luke went on a road trip uh, we were both like this is the furthest we've been in five months uh, as you might expect from lockdown etc um, again long story short we had a conversation like laughing and joking about um, going to Tim Hortons in Manchester I love Tim Hortons uh, to me hands down the best cup of coffee you will ever find and if you like donuts they've got you covered i'm not a huge 
Krispy Kreme fan. I think they're massively overrated. Um, everyone you have is basically the same. Um, and I'm just, I could live without them is the short version. Even after all this time, I still don't, don't, don't trust that laptop. Tim Hortons Donuts, on the other hand. Oh, mama, they are good. And they do like the American, they do the crueler, which is, mm, and uh, apple fritters as well. Ooh. So, we'd sort of laughed and joked and tired with it, and then it sort of took on this kind of, well, why don't we go? you know we can do that we can get in the car and we can go um i'm not you know he's like well i'm i'm happy to go i'm like i'm happy to go and that was that then we just had to narrow down where we were going to go and basically it turned into last weekend we could go on saturday or sunday um turned out saturday worked best for us the collective so that's what we did um, I drove over, picked him up, um, just put all the Run The Jewels albums on, set off from here, drove to Tim Hortons, and yeah, got there, jumped out, uh, he put his mask on, um, we went in, we queued, there was a big queue, uh, but you know that was fine we were certainly weren't going to do drive through the queue for the drive through was longer a couple of people in the queue in front of us left um and then we eventually got to the front now what i will say at this point in time is a few things um certain places shouldn't open um at this point in time if they can't accommodate the the need so for example um tim Hortons will have had x number of members of staff working at that point in time my estimate is they need twice as many staff so i'm just that's what i'm saying that's that's where i'm that's where i'm at with that one the other thing is uh if you're a company that offers a service and you are opening at this point in time you should be able to deliver a certain level of service so basically the um the donuts that they had on offer were not the best a lot of ring donuts not a lot of filled donuts um which in our house is disappointing ring donuts to certain people in our house is a cardinal sin I'll eat a ring donut all day every day I am the only one um, so we went we queued uh, Luke ordered his I ordered mine we stood we waited um, his order came up and he went and got it and my order came up now I was watching and I'm like firstly you've bought a box to fill with donuts and it's already got two glazed ring donuts. We're off to a bad start. And then I watched them fill the box with just ring donut after ring donut after ring donut. And I'm like, this is why 
I should be able to say because what I wanted to say to the guy that's heard me was uh, yeah do me a mixed box but can you lean away from the ring donuts which I didn't I also watched them make my caramel latte knowing full well they didn't put any caramel in it um, I went picked my boxes up picked my drinks up Luke had wanted some sugar for his drink so I asked for some sugar um, and they gave us loads of sugar which I'm glad because I sniffed my drink and I was like yep knew they hadn't put any caramel in so I put a load of sugar in it I'd got a cold drink as well they hadn't given me a straw so I had to go back and ask for a straw um, opened the box to look at what the donut situation in the box was and like I say I think when I counted was it nine ring donuts in the box? Um, so yeah, box of 12. No, that can't be right. There was six. And then another two. There was eight of 12 were ring donuts. Can you imagine? bringing that beauty home was what it was um, as an experience of going to Tim Hortons has not been the best experience I've had like they got my drink holder on they didn't give me a straw uh, and the, the like it, I, I got some Timbits like the little donut balls and they were all very much the same the ones that were supposed to have fillings in didn't have fillings in it it was as an experience, as a Tim Hortons trip, not the best. As a road trip, on the other hand, thoroughly enjoyable. Me and Luke had a really good time. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, he sent me a message the next day saying how much he'd enjoyed it. Um, and I said to him, like, ultimately, what I realised was that it wasn't about going for coffee and donuts. It was about the road trip. It was about the the crack. It was about you know me and him blowing off some steam having a rant and a rave about the world and various elements of the world but yeah it as an experience of going to Tim Hortons not the best I've had much better experiences in Tim Hortons but as a overall experience thoroughly enjoyable absolutely thoroughly enjoyable now I'm like I, I want to do like a longer trip um, but like stop off at Tim Hortons uh, so that might be the next thing on the cards um, we shall see uh, da -da 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 -da. so I want to talk about sleeping sleeping I'm going to lie in as a parent few and far between I kid you not a lion I remember days when I used to get up at 5 o'clock in the afternoon no joke but admittedly I'd probably gone to bed at 6 o'clock in the morning if not later sometimes but what are you doing you young um, honestly I'd still, <laughs> if I could I'd still do it now but you know responsibilities in it um I had a lion Sunday morning, yesterday morning um, 
the conversation went like this. Oh, do you want me to get you up in the morning? So Liam was taking the baby, going to meet a mum and a stepdad for breakfast. Perfect opportunity for me to have a lion. I'm like, look, I've eaten donuts. I need to get up, go for a run. I've got a new game which I want to play. And I know full well that the worst possible thing for me, being who I am, is to have a lion. Oh, well, you know, let's see how it goes, because, you know, you might be up late tonight, and, you know, you had a late night the other night, and da 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 will see how it is in the morning. Uh-huh. You and I both know, see how it is in the morning, means I'm getting left in bed. So, they go off, you know, I'm you know, rolling around awake at a couple of points. You know when you're like, oh, I should really get up. Oh, it's nice lying here though. Oh, I don't get to do this very often. Oh, I should really get up though. If I get up, I can do this. I can get up, I can do that. Next thing, it's like 10 o'clock or something and they're back. So I get up and I'm like, cool, I'm up. Man, I am in the worst fucking mood. I've had a life of sleep deprivation from I don't know, about the age of 14 or something you know when you're a child and you get to that point where your parents stop telling you when to go to bed it's like a big thing I know for some people that will have happened at an earlier age for other people it will have happened at a later age for me it happened at a particular point in time I, I, you know I got the, I shouldn't have to tell you when you need to go to bed. Sweet. And as with anything in my hugely restricted life, I went the other way. So I'd stay up and I got into this pattern of, you know, staying up and um, summer holidays of staying up all night, going to bed in the morning, sleeping all day, reverse sleep patterns, all that, into my later life, like I say, you know, there was a point where, as a quote-unquote adult, there was times I was getting, getting home and going to bed at like six in the morning, getting up at five in the afternoon, going to meet people from work and going out partying all night, because like I say, you know, that's what you do when you're young. I got to a point in life where I'd be out until four o'clock in the morning, I'd come home, I'd go to bed, I'd get up at seven and go to work. And that lasted for a long time. I have deprived myself of sleep for that long that I'm almost definitely gonna die 10 years earlier than I probably should have done. My life has been a life of sleep deprivation. Um, I always said, like, with having children, I was like, I was built for this because I could stay up all night. I could function on less sleep. I could operate, you know, as long as I could get some downtime at some point, you know, over five days, if I could get two, three hours sleep a night for four of those five days, but on the fifth, I'd get like six hours sleep. If I could do that, then I could do it. It was, it was doable. I could do that. 
so that's that's the way my life has been over the last few years I've gone to more of a um, you know I used to go to bed at, at two o'clock ish get up at six no, no yeah depends if I was running and stuff six seven eight o'clock go go to work be tired all day now I go to bed about 12 I read and I go to sleep and I get up anywhere you know it's not been unheard of that I'm up at 5 <sighs> the joys but you know sometimes it could be 7 so you know it varies if I have a lion that could result in me going to bed at 12 and getting up at 10 roughly 10 hours sleep and it's the worst possible thing I can do because I'm just in the worst mood for the for the whole day because my sleep is so thrown out and I just feel awful I feel ratty I feel angry I feel agitated I feel all of the other words that would describe that feeling that's how I feel and I have to endure an entire day of it I know what you're thinking we should have got a manager you lazy git but you know when you don't get the option of a lion so you're like mmm a lion also there's that thing you know, like you're lying in bed you're all snuggled in you, you know you don't have to get up you've got you know those responsibilities that you have every single other day to deal with you know on some level it's nice in reality not really so there you go uh, some of the things from the last week um, I've got a pet love pet hate um, the pet love I've already covered love a road trip honestly love a road trip I think I'm gonna like seriously look into planning like a proper balls to the wall road trip like a it's gonna take all day we're gonna need coffee and energy drinks we're gonna need sweets and crisps and, and we're gonna be setting off me and Ian did uh, York to Cornwall and back and then he had to drive home um, after that in 24 hours I think we were on the road for like 19 and a half hours that day it was phenomenal I loved it I've threatened that we should do it again um, and this time round we can share the driving so so yeah that's a thing um, I would happily do that I'd, I'd do it tomorrow if if I thought I could get away with it love a road trip this week's pet hate is something that I've mentioned previously I think I did like a half a podcast on this 
people ignoring text messages or whatsapp messages if you want i'm in a load of like whatsapp groups and i'm i'm a culprit for this i ignore the messages i ignore the groups if i thought i could get away with it i would actually leave a lot of the groups but i feel like i can't get away with it so i just don't respond huge reason why i don't know half of the people in the group i was added to the group and i understand why i was added you know common interest sort of stuff but i don't know half of the people in the group so i'm not going to say something with through the fear of offending someone that i don't know so rather than responding i just don't so i am guilty of that however if i send a text message that is asking a specific question that there is no shadow of a doubt requires an answer don't ignore it it's quite simple i had two days last week where i actually thought my phone was broken one of those days i sent a text message to someone that i felt personally required a response and i got nothing back and i sent a whatsapp message to a group in that group was a group of people i was asking a question about something that was supposed to be happening and half of the people responded the other half just didn't bother so it's like cool i guess that's not happening then even though it was supposed to be happening today it's it's beyond rude i i can't stress it enough it's beyond rude i had a message today someone was like oh yeah do you fancy doing this this evening and i looked at the message i was like uh, no because i've got far too much to do at this point in time it's 20 to 11 and this podcast ain't over let's put it that way no i've got far too much to do but sometimes you don't want to say that to somebody sometimes sometimes you don't want to say i'm sorry but no but that's what i said i said i'm really sorry i don't think i'm gonna be able to do that because i've got this 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 and this to do and i won't be able to start doing any of that until nine o'clock at night that was the truth i thought i said the truth my point is if somebody's like no i can't do that then just say that don't just ignore the message one of those people is still at this point in time mia um i hope they're okay That's uh, Pet Love Bet Hate. Um, no TV and no movies. Movie situation is one of those. Part of me thinks I was supposed to watch a film last night, but haven't. I've got a pile of films, both virtually and digitally, that need to be watched. It's not like I haven't got films to watch. I've got films to watch. 
You want films? I got films. But I haven't. And I ain't watching anything this week, I'm telling you that much for now. Next week might be a different story, but you know, tune in in two weeks' time to find out. As far as TV's concerned, um, I'm, I'm still watching series one of What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, Luke was most disappointed that I'd not worked my way through the whole thing, but as I said, I was like, I've got to, you know, it needs to be a time that I can sit down and watch it, and that's fleeting. So that's that. So let's talk about games. Um, heard that Ghost Recon Breakpoint, yes I know, that Ghost Recon Breakpoint, uh, was getting an update, and that update was that they were going to put the team back in the game. I'm like, mm, you've piqued my interest. I had a look to see how much it was to buy a physical copy of the game, and they wanted £19. I'm like, well that's 25 quid more than the game's worth. So you can sod off. Weirdly, I was like, I wonder what the PlayStation Store are offering it for. PlayStation Store were offering it with money off in a sale for £12? £13 maybe? I was like, mm, did get that money for my birthday. Go on then. So I bought on the PlayStation Store Ghost Recon Breakpoint. So, a 60 gig game. Like, ugh. So it was going to take 7 hours to download. Um, which I think it pretty much did. Um, went to put it on, and obviously the update had become live the day after I bought it. So the day that I finished downloading, the update went live. Pressed to put the game on, and it was like, oh, there's an update. I'm like, I know there's an update. 19 gig update uh, I think that was like another 3 hours um, that night I eventually got the opportunity to play it started playing it and I was like oh yeah I remember this game I remember what a complete and utter piece of shit this game is not much has changed that game is Fucking awful. Like every single aspect of it is terrible. Um, I then got to the point where they were like, oh, we've put the team back in for you. Cool. Got the team, got everybody kitted out, set out on to do a mission. You know, did some missions, everything was fine. Um, it's just such a bad game. Um, and then there was a point where I was like, oh, I wonder, you know what scope we've got with this team so I used the drone and I flew it up and I was surveying the area I was like oh there's a couple of guys over in this clearing over here take them out so I marked them with the drone take them out and they're like pew, pew, everybody's dead like, cool flew a bit further I'm like okay we're a little bit further away there's a couple of guys here uh, take these guys out yeah no worries pew, pew. Flew the drone a bit further and I ended up at like a complex. Like, firstly, how the hell has the drone managed to get here? In Wildlands, the drone had a proximity and it had a battery life and things like that. This complex was 
miles away. Drone flew there, no problem. Okay, well I'll try and mark, like uh, mark up a couple of guys, I guess. So I marked up a couple of guys. Oh, we can we can take them out for you if you want. Hmm, that's interesting because you stood next to me, and that complex is about three miles away, and we're in the woods. Tell me, there's not a tree in the way. Go on then, you take them out. All right. Managed to clear the entire complex of about fifteen enemies. My team didn't move from my side. There's absolutely no way they had line of sight on any of those enemies. Took them all out. I'm like, okay, this is not great. Um, I haven't played it since, not for that reason. There, are, there, are, there is a different reason which I was coming to. Um, I got a game for my birthday, which was Pillars of Eternity. Don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, put it on and played it. Played a little bit to start with. Um, interesting. It was like it's a bit, a bit weird. Um, I think I did mention it, saying like it was a Kickstarter game, and it really felt like it. Like you've only got half of the voice acting. It's, it's a bit weird. Unfortunately, it's fallen into a bit of a thing. Um, and my review of The Outer Worlds was great game, but it just turned into one long loading screen. This game really does suffer from that, uh, to the point that it, it really detracts from the game. Um, and there's been a couple of points where I'm like, you want me to go and speak to somebody that's in a building, but it's going to be a loading screen to go into the building. Then I have a very short conversation, then I have to leave the building again. So it's just like two really long loading screens and a short conversation. Put the person outside the building. How about that? Um, I've had to put that game to one side for now. A game I have been playing or a little bit of recently um, is the online game DC Universe. It's DC Universe. DCUO, I think is the abbreviation. DC Universe Online. Um, I played this game day one. I bought it to play day one. Um, I've played it a multitude of times. It's a game that I often dip in and out of when I want to play something a bit like that. Um, weirdly, ironically, I don't do the online aspect. I just do the single player aspect. Which makes it quite limited. There are like some raids or instances I think they're called that I have done with other people but I don't really interact with them. reason I've been playing it recently is um, sort of been kind of getting my eldest into it. Um, she's a big DC fan. Um, no time for Marvel. I think I mentioned this before. Um, so she made a character and stuff um, and that kind of made me want to play it so I was playing with a character that I had made a while ago. Fun. Just just a bit of fun, a bit of something to do. However, I haven't been playing any of that recently because on Friday, Monday today, on Friday I got Ghost of Shishima. Samurai game, 
Uh, made by Sucker Punch, allegedly in development for seven years. Not sure how much of that I believe, but that's what they've said, so, you know. Uh, it's a samurai game, but it also wants you to bend the samurai code by being a bit more like, like maybe a bit like a ninja, although they refer to it as a thief. Um, didn't play it Friday, started on Saturday. Um, it was okay. I've said that, you know, as a game, um, like swords are a bit of a, of a be all and end all situation in a lot of scenarios. Um, when you fight with a sword, you know, if you cut someone like, in half or down the middle or you, you, know, you chop their arm off or whatever, a sword is very a very definitive end and it's very hard to to deal with. Um, I really suffered watching Bleach at past a point because every fight was just the same. It was just, you know, one swipe of a sword and somebody died. Um, I started playing in it and I wasn't really jonesing with it. I was a bit like, uh, some ways it felt sluggish. Some things didn't look great. You get a horse early on and I was riding the horse and I was like, when you're riding this horse, it doesn't look brilliant. Like the front legs don't seem to move right. Some of the character models, uh, even the character you play as like the main character, from like the shoulders down, don't look great. There's a bit where you go to like a hot spring and he takes all his clothes off and it shows him walking in from behind and like there is, there's no definition to the body model. So it's like, like there's a point when when you go to the hot springs there's other people using the hot springs and they're basically just like blobs on the screen there's like no definition to some of the characters and although their faces look amazing and when they talk looks amazing the rest of them doesn't look brilliant one of the things i will say is set in japan at the time of the samurais uh, the game is beautiful uh, you can tell that it's a game that's been made at the end of a generation because you could hear the PS4 just groaning when you play. The fan is running like the clappers. Um, wasn't really vibing with it as a game. And then it sort of... You know with any game you like go through like the training I guess and then when it lets, lets the lead off that's when you know the game comes into its own. Um, one of the issues with The Last of Us Part 2 is that it, it doesn't take the lead off for like four to six hours. Um, this did a lot quicker. Um, and after playing for like a few hours, I was like, I am liking this game. Um, there's a lot of elements to it. Loads of upgrades, loads of different... Because obviously you've got your samurai upgrades, but you've got your your ninja, the ghost upgrades, and then you've got your your weapons and your armor and all of that sort of stuff. There's a lot to, to do, there's a lot to upgrade, there's, the map is huge, and I'm really getting on with it. One thing I have noticed about this game is that it's a kind of game where I kind of want to, there's points in time where I want to just 
not do life and play the game instead. Um, I haven't had a game like that in a long time. Very rare uh, these days does a game come along where it's like, I don't want to do life, I want to just sit and play this game. Um, some ways it's really nice to have that game aspect. Um, and in other ways it's not. Um, so yeah. Um, enjoying that. Uh, hope to keep enjoying it if you know what I mean. Um, that's kind of it really. Uh, I'm, I'm eating better and working out harder. Um, I beat the opponent on Thriller the Fight that I wasn't able to beat. It was a huge moment for me. Unfortunately, now I have to go on to the next opponent, and he is just... Ugh. He was unbeatable before. Um, I've played some Sorrento, and I finished Arizona Sunshine again. Um, love, loves me some VR. Don't know what to tell you. Um, so, yeah, I'm still working out. I'm working out hard. I'm just feeling like the super calluses on my hands from working out. Um, back to sort of having a few more protein shakes and eating clean. Um, what that resulted in is I had a cheeky way of myself um, on Saturday because Friday had ended up basically having a day where I hadn't eaten for one reason or another. Uh, as it was, I was like, I'm just going to weigh myself and I'm just going to see. Um, and by Saturday, I'd lost five pounds. I was like, whoa. Um, then I had a weekend of eating donuts. So by today, I'd put a pound back on. But that does mean that I've lost four pounds in a week. Which uh, I could definitely get on board with. Um... I'll keep you posted, you know, I'll keep you up to date. I'm intending to keep on down this path. Um, but we'll see. We'll see where this path leads. Uh, and I will bring you along on the journey. So there we go. That's it for this one. I'm going to say bye. I'll, uh, I'll see you next time. So there you go then. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one in the bag. Another week gone. Oh, can you believe it? YouTube watchers, make sure you are subscribing. It does help out massively. If you click for notifications, you know when the next uh, available podcast is up on YouTube, if that's your chosen method. And uh, you'll always be uh, notified of the, uh, the videos that go up there. So, there's that. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. And uh, there's various things on the website uh, often there are ways to uh, send messages social media email things like that um, just some options open to you I guess so there we go that's it for this one until next time I'm gonna say bye and I'll see you then bye